and welcome to the Loose Forward Podcast. I'm Andy. I'm Callum. I'm Bobby. And we're all about Rugby League. The M62 and beyond. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Are we all well? Yes. My head hurts a bit. Why? Just click me on the head. <laughs> Why? He was he was taking the mickey out of me. It was the music come on. Ah. Uh, so I clipped him. Trying to make him laugh more than anything, but I think I did it a bit hard. <laughs> <laughs> Two week ban. Yeah, yeah. Well, it would be actually. It, was a la- it would be actually. It was a late hit. <laughs> I'd be up before the MRP. <laughs> Match review pod. Yeah. Well, if you went this week, PRP. If you pod went review, if pod. you went this week, it'd probably just be a fine. It would. They got some money in this week, <laughs> didn't they? Go on, get that Buffy going. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel Wood on it. <laughs> uh, anyway, what's been happening this week? <clears throat> well, Lionesses fell just short. Yeah, yeah, uh, but a, but a, a, a solid effort. Yeah. I, they, they, I know it was only one 0 but they were they were pretty dominated, really, weren't they? I didn't watch it. I didn't see yeah. it. Well, you were working, weren't you? I was working, but um, same as I was working on Saturday when uh, when uh, I did see Bruno Fernandez's missed header from about four yards out. That was worse than that one I saw at uh, Newcastle Town when you used to manage yeah. uh, Congleton. Yeah. And he uh, missed. He put he it missed. over from about two yards out. Mm. We had a few of them, so I don't know which one you mean. <laughs> is, it, yeah. is it Newcastle Town where he got sent off? All right, well, we'll not go in. Don't need to go into that right I now. I don't think that narrows it down either, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> sent off every other week. Right, he was ten yards offside. And I just made that point to the referee. Nicely. Nicely. Who didn't like it? Right. <laughs> I remember once. I can't remember where we were. Right. But the liner didn't give a decision. <laughs> and Andy made me follow the liner up and down for 45 minutes, giving him abuse. <laughs> and did you? Yeah. Right then, there you go. Of course he was. He's more than happy to oblige. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, anyway, at least we're happier than Bry's team lost about, about 4 0 again or something. That's true. So there mm. you go. Mm. Yeah, uh, that's but what true. I did watch this week, I'll tell you what I did watch. I watched one of the greatest sets of tennis ever at Cincinnati between Alcaraz and Djokovic. Yeah, I didn't see it, but um, I, re- I read about it, yeah. And I know it's an, it may be an unpopular opinion in a rugby league pod, but I do believe that Novak Djokovic is the greatest athlete that ever lived. Ever? Yeah. It's a bold statement. It is, but, you know, I'm, that feel, is feel, bold. feel free to argue with anybody. I mean, I love Novak, but that, that's bold. That. I think he is, though. Yeah, fair enough. Well, they kept banging on about the heat. Yeah. Were it hot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, um, yeah, heat is hot. What have we got on tonight? Are we hot tonight? Uh, water's wet. Yeah. Um, review, as always. All, all, all the teams back in action this week. Uh, so we'll, we'll run through them games. Uh, stats of the week. We've got the NRL. And Talk To Me About is back for this week. Uh, Brian will be on with the Predictions League and that will see us out. Brilliant. Um, before we get on with the review, should we make a massive announcement? Yes. Because do you know what episode this is this week, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course. I'll give you a clue. There are some red balloons. <laughs> 98. <laughs> no, 98 red balloons. <laughs> 99, this is episode 99, mm. and we have an absolutely perler of a 100th episode, don't we? 
Yes. It's a special. Similar to the John Dutton feature we did a few weeks ago, this is a, a very special centenary episode, isn't it? Yeah, it should be a good one, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to tell you who we've got on? Go on, then. We have got ex-Super League referee Richard Silverwood. Excellent. Brilliant. Good in one. the building. Well, on, on the phone. Um, in the building, dis- in spirit. In spirit. <laughs> in spirit. <laughs> we've got Richard with us to discuss his life, his career, his thoughts on the current setup, and we're going to open it out to your questions, your clean questions <laughs> for Richard Silverwood. <laughs> yes, so if you have any clean questions, <laughs> yeah. uh, then please get in touch with us yeah. on, on Twitter. And we'll put it out on the social media anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. That promises to be a spectacular episode. And we've already had one. We've already had three or four questions in already right. from people that we've told. So yeah, yeah. brilliant. So that should be a good one. Yes. Excellent. Well, we'll jump straight into it then. Yeah. There's so much to love about rugby league in this part of the world and more than just the pork rolls at Warrington and the pies at Wigan. There's tradition and history and great grounds and great fans. And then there's the weather. And if you don't like it, well, you just have to put up with it. Tough titties. Yes, that brings us nicely into round 22. Um, As you said earlier, Callum, all teams back in action this week. And... We are starting at Huddersfield this week, who unfortunately went back to their old ways and found themselves on the receiving end of a 32-8 loss to Salford. Yeah, I, I'd, I mean, I've not had a good week in the Predictions League, so I'm not looking forward to that later, but I didn't think it was going to be that. I thought it might be a bit, bit tight, but the way Huddersfield have been going on, you know, they'd won... I think they'd had an unbeaten July. They had a real good crack at St Helens uh, last week uh, with a man down for the majority of the game um, and run them close. The scoreline flattered them in the end, but uh, they they run St Helens close and they thought they're getting themselves together and then all of a sudden they get a paste in. Mm. Which has been the story of the season, really, for them. It has, yeah. More of a... When we say about teams win one, lose one, mm. these are more win one, lose two. Yeah, it feels that way. Mm. And then they sort of flip that, but then it doesn't seem to last very long. No, and it, it, you, you've got to imagine with uh, time running out on the season for Huddersfield as well, It's they, they need to get out of that habit and pretty quick because if they're going to have any chance of making this these playoffs, then uh, I'm pretty sure they need to win all the last few games and hope for a few results to go their way as well. Did you see Ian Watson's comments after the game? <laughs> no, I didn't. I actually didn't. I did. You did. He's, in fact, I think you showed them, didn't you? He's, yeah, He possibly. said that they were doing okay, but then the fact that they'd had 12 men against St. Helens oh, I did last see week that. took a lot out of yeah. them. <laughs> For this week, <laughs> some of the stuff that man comes out with is appalling. He should have like a highlights reel, shouldn't he? You know, you know, just mm. stuff that he said, it's like a brilliant. best of, yeah, on YouTube or something. Maybe we can get Bry to put it together, like Gordon Strachan does. Yeah, yeah, he's talking about like yogurt and stuff. Yeah, and whose phone's that and things yeah. like that. Yeah, Ian Watson's best bit. Yeah, Jurgen yeah. Watson, amazing. Yeah, so they lost this week because they had 12 men last week and it took a lot out of them. Right. Um, what have they been doing in between? 
practicing with 11 probably like something <laughs> took a lot out of them yeah yeah, I, um, I regret I regret training with ten now, but yeah, yeah. Um, couple of things on Salford, uh, Ken Co hundred tries in Super League, great achievement. Yeah, brilliant achievement. I I actually thought he'd already got there. To be honest, you would have thought so, wouldn't he you? He seemed um, for a couple of years. I mean, I think he he was top try scorer one year, but seemed for a couple of years to be scoring every week. Still does. Yeah. So, well, it seems that way. I, mean, I feel like I've not seen him as much this year, but mm. yeah, no great achievement, though. Um, yeah, I was going to say as well, and it's still up to it's still up for debate whether Salford will make the six. Mm. Um, the good news for them is they've got bodies back, so they've yeah. got every chance of doing. But if they do, I don't think many teams will fancy going there to to play that won't work or play playing them. them. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, they'll be away, won't they? So, well, yeah, if they're sneaking at six, they, yeah. they can only do fifth or sixth. Yeah, top four is top four. Yeah. Is so, so they're going to be away yeah. no matter what. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so either. Especially if they've got the bodies back like they they, they have now. Um, we've always sort of said that Salford's real frailty is the the depth. You get a couple of injuries, they 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 struggle a little bit, don't they? Which we we've seen. Uh, so now that they've got the the bodies back and they've got pretty much a full strength team, you know the the points have come flooding back, haven't they? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, th- I think. Then the thing is for Salford this season. I think um, if you look at them in the previous year, they were a bit more entertaining in the way they played. They threw the ball around, but you can't keep doing that because you eventually get caught out. And I think. I think what you've seen this year from Salford is them probably stop throwing it around as much as try and get caught out and do a bit more basics, but it's not quite worked in their favour, I don't think. Um, probably a, a lack of bodies has caught them out at some point and been able to do that as well, I think. Yeah. They've missed Lafay when he's not played. Mm. And he, he has a lot of offloads and things like that, doesn't he? But yeah. um, tell you, it does impress me for Salford. Um, uh, Chris Atkin? Yeah, he seems like uh, the... Ultimate professional, if you like, he just seems to crack on with whatever job he's asked to do. Yeah, yeah, and invariably it's it's a different job each week, mm. and just and I think he, uh, you know, he is he is the um, epitome of a utility player, isn't he? Yeah, I was just going to say that he, yeah. he's yeah he is. Just one point on this: it's thirty points to eight. Yeah, it's the last second in the game. And Huddersfield get a drop out from under their own sticks. Did you see it? Yes, I did. Yeah. Jake Connor just gets it and absolutely just blasts it as, as hard as he can into the stand. <laughs> 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 Therefore, gives a penalty away. They take the two and it's 32 8. That's the sort of thing I need to happen in the prediction league. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, but he just gets it, just whacks it out. I was like, that's proper taking his toys out, isn't it? Yeah, He's definitely. Absolutely, just took his ball on. Well, he didn't actually. Just He's boot, well, some, a fan did. Somebody did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely. Brilliant. I laughed my head off when I saw that. Brilliant. <laughs> um, well, we're going to head over to another team that is chasing the uh, the top six, uh, and that was Hulk Ayer, who found themselves. Um, Losing uh, to St Helens this week, twenty-eight points to six. Yeah, it was always a, it's always a tough ask to, to back up, isn't it? After a Challenge Cup final, the amount it takes out of you physically and mentally, it, it's it's draining, isn't it? 
So, but I did think for a lot of the game they were well in it. I think was mm. it only like six nil at half time or something. And that was only because they spilled a kick a couple of minutes before half time that they should have just taken easily. Yeah. So, do you remember last week when we said that they did everything in extra time to give Lee the Challenge Cup? Yeah. Well, it seemed that they did everything in this game to give Saints two points. Yeah. The the the. I would love to see the handling errors for Hull KR in this game. I bet Willie Peters wouldn't. Yeah. But they, they, they just couldn't keep hold of the ball. No, and we've been critical of Saints in, in attack this year. And again, I think it's another solid, if unspectacular performance, I would think. Yeah, the, you know, when, when their only option really to, to get points with the players that they've got out is to throw the ball about and be a bit more expansive, they don't seem to be doing it all that well. Mm. The timing of everything just seems a little bit off to me. Couple of couple of players that have caught the eye. Uh, I was going to say in recent weeks, but more so since they've had a few injuries. Uh, the young, the young lad Delaney. Yeah, looks excellent. Doesn't take a backward step, does he? No. Um, he looks like he, he's really one. I was going to say for the future, he is one for the future, but he's also perhaps one for now as well because he's. Uh, well, I think he's I think, really cemented himself in that seventeen. Yeah, yeah. I think him and um, uh, Walters at Leeds have been the outstanding sort of young props that have come onto the scene this year. Mm. Mm. Um, and the other one is um, uh, Bell, James Bell. So much better at thirteen than he is on an edge at eleven or twelve. Yeah, brilliant. He, you know, he's, he's ball handling skilled again. You know, you talk about the 13, and you talk about, there's a, there's a few of them about now that can play, mm. and he's one at 13. I always feel when Saints play Knowles at 13, it's a bit like the extra prop 13, that tactic. Yeah. And then, but when you play, when they play Bell at 13, it seems to be more of a uh, Asiata, uh, uh, Cameron, um, Smith. Cameron Smith. Uh, that sort of there's there's more ball players at thirteen coming back into the league now, which I think is great. Yeah, and he's he's one of them. That's and what there's a are. few more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you, like you said, I, think I felt like when um, Knowles plays thirteen, I feel like a lot of the moves stop when he gets the ball, whereas was Belkin has got that little tip on or out the back or whatever. I think he's better at that. Mm. Sneaking up Saints, aren't they? Yeah, somehow how for how critical. Uh, us and a lot of people have been of of them. Uh, the the third and probably sh- unlucky not to be second. Really, yeah. yeah. Have you ever noticed how Lomax, Makinson, and Percival spend most of every week arguing with each other? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you ever noticed that? I actually haven't. No. Have you ever watched it? It's great. Whenever they've scored and they're coming back, there's always two of them having an argument with each other, <laughs> isn't there? Yeah. I think it's just there. I think they've all grown up together, those three, haven't they? And then they... Yeah, and I think it's just they're the wanting to do better and wanting to be perfect and things like that. And yeah, is what it is. I saw a, uh, I saw a, I saw a tweet. Uh, I didn't realise I saw a tweet from Brian Hall this week. Um, sort of congratulating St. Helens on the win, but uh, he, he stated something that I found quite interesting that I didn't realise that there was, uh, I think there was eleven of the Saints seventeen on Friday that had come through the academy. Mm. Which is a fantastic achievement. We've said, we've said it before. That's why they, them, Wigan, Leeds, are the most successful because they breed their own academy players and they know what it means to play for the the, the club. And yeah. 
And I, I, I made that point because I think that's how I was just going to say, I think that's how they're doing what they're doing at the minute. You know, mm-hmm. we've been quite critical of them. But I think when you grow up in a club like St. Helens like that and you're, and you're a, a product of their academy, I think you know what it means to pull on that, that shirt and that badge every week and go out there and try and find I, a win. I actually think it's shameful that some clubs don't even have one. Mm. Yeah. And don't think it should be allowed. But there you go. So that's a different argument. Mm. Mm. Uh, well, <clears throat> you mentioned uh, St. Helens being unlucky to not be in second there, Callum. So we'll go to the team that, that was in second. And uh, that is Wigan, who managed to find a golden point winner over a playoff chasing Hull FC, 13 points to 12. Yeah, just Hull leading for, for most of the game, I think, weren't they? They were the 12th. Four up, twelve six up, and uh, Wigan managed to get a late-ish one, I think, don't they? It was they got they were twelve four up, and then Wigan got two tries. Um, I think the last one was three minutes to go, and and, and Smith uh, didn't kick either. No, and made it made it twelve all. So, one of the ones that he missed was well, pretty was much just, banging from. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I want to I want to come back to that if I can with Smith. Okay, but. Just the, the passage of play that got Wigan level, it was 12-8. There's about three minutes to go and Hull have got the ball. Mm. They've knocked on. Then Tumavavi has got a yellow card for a ridiculous lift, yeah. which I think he's got two matches for, I think. Yes, yeah. he has, yeah. Right? He's then given a penalty away. And they've done every Again, they've done everything they can. I mean, they should be absolutely be able to... Uh, a team like that should be able to just see that game out there, shouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. And I, I ju- they just did everything again to throw to throw the game away. Yeah, and that then leads us on to Smith's kicks. You, look, we all know he's not the best goal kicker in the world, is he? I always he always struck me as being decent, and then all of a sudden, confidence maybe it can happen, can't it? With goal kickers, it it, it just can. Is he a better goal kicker than Makinson? Let's say. Because I always think he's in the same sort of bracket. I think they're about on a par. Yeah, I don't know what the percentages would be, but no, and, well, I, and I don't take they, too they much. Be a bit false, yeah, can't they? Because if they get more tries under the post, that attempts, type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, you never quite know with that one, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then he misses a cup. He, he gets one charge down and misses relatively easy uh, drop goal attempt. Yeah, and then bangs one over from near the halfway line. Oh, yeah, just unbelievable. It was still pretty much rising as it went over the uh, the middle. Just caught it so sweetly, didn't it? Bizarre, though, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Well, well, the, <laughs> Hull, Hull were unlucky to lose it with that drop goal, but yeah. they weren't unlucky to lose the match because, like you said, they were just... The that last three minutes is shocking. Yeah, eight-point lead, 15 minutes to go, so you, you'd, you'd be expecting to see that out, wouldn't you? Yeah. But... What I will say is we we, we sort of half criticised Smith there with his kicking, but I tell you what, you got to give him credit for having the confidence to still have another go. Yeah, because Tommy Makinson doesn't anymore. No. You know, you were talking, you know, just comparing the two. But, Matt Percival's took over, but he's had a and even in that, he's had a he's had a drop goal charge down, a drop mm. goal missed, and then he's still forty five yards out and says, "Give it me." Yeah, mm. and I think you've got to give him a lot of credit there, mentally. I think for saying, "I'm here." Oh yeah, I mean, give me a go. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's he's still do it. It. Yeah, <clears throat> a very very young mm. man, isn't he? Yeah, 
um, and he's he's trying to boss one of the biggest teams in the country around, mm. and and he he's doing it with with plenty of confidence, really. And I don't think he'll be goal kicking next year. No, it'll be Kieran, won't it? I think so, which might then help Smith because he hasn't got that burden. Yeah, it's like a a weight off his shoulders. I isn't think it? so. Yeah, yeah. He, so. he he could be tremendous next year for that, them, you know, then because that weight's lifted from him. You're then talking about England scrum after, aren't you? Possibly, yeah, yeah, possibly, yeah. <clears throat> well, we will leave Wigan and we will go to our other and last Friday night game this week, and that was Wakefield twelve, Castleford twenty eight. Mm. I think most of us got this wrong, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. It was a bit, uh, <coughs> bit of a letdown in the end, I think, wasn't it? They had, a, Wakefield had a really bad 15 minutes from round about 35 to 50 minutes. Yeah. And I think they conceded three tries in that time. Well, they mm. scored two late on in the first, didn't they? And, and, and they, that was pretty much... Well, the one right on half time again, yeah. Wakefield gave the ball away in a ridiculous position and Castleford scored, I think, off the scrum or whatever it was. Yeah, the, uh, uh, yeah, 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 it yeah. Yeah. It was... Um, let themselves down there because going into the break... It almost felt like, well, that's it now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we have said before, they've had a good run, Wakefield. Yeah. They had some good home form. Mm. But then the last couple of weeks have been really poor. Yeah. Um, and then you add into that the Danny Ward factor. Yes. Yeah, that was always good. I think that was, was that announced after we'd done the predictions as well? Yeah. yeah. So it was like, I mean... It just that was always going to make things a little bit different, wasn't it? So you know, you were saying like a lot of people got it wrong, but yeah, you, that new coach lift wasn't it? I think, and he's obviously a good coach, isn't he? Because everywhere he's been, <clears throat> he's done well. Mm. You know, London Broncos, for example, he's always put a bit of fight into them, and he's always a coach that seems to get, um linked with every vacant job. Mm. This could be the perfect job for him, though. Because of the lack of expectation. Yeah. Um, you know, And he, and he played for Cass, because he played in that game where Wakefield wanted to send them down. Yeah. So, nice, he knows... There might be a nice he knows revenge the, there for him. Yeah, he knows the club, and he comes across as a really good coach. This could be the perfect job for him. It could be... Um, a Dowell Powell Mark II for Castle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Whether he'll take him to them heights again, I'm not so sure, but uh, I don't think they'll be scrapping for uh, relegation. No. So where does that leave? Don't say two points in front, Bobby. But where does that leave both? Where does that leave both teams now, with five games to go? I, I think exactly where they are. I as I said it last week. Uh, I did predict <laughs> that. Um, I did predict that Wakefield would win this game. Um, but I couldn't see either team finding a way to win any of their rain- remaining games after mm. that. And I think this was crucial. I think whoever won this one was was staying up. I mean, you know, like you've just said, Castleford now might find the, the, new, the new coach mentality. So they might end up getting a couple more points. But I think, I have to be honest, I think that's Wakey done for the season. Feels like it now, isn't it? It's strange. Mm. I mean, obviously, there's what six games left. There's still plenty of time for them really to 
make things up, you know. It just feels like a big ass now. Yeah, it does. Definitely. Well, we, we've been through it before, but we, you know, Salford away, uh, Saints at home, Catalans at home, Lee away, Hull Car at home. It's tough. The only one that you can see and win it really is the Salford one. Or Hull Car, depending what happens to them in the la- in the last game, depending on what Hull Car's playoff situation is. Yeah, yeah. You know whether they're already on Mad Monday. Mm. You know, whereas Cass, you know, Saints at home, Warrington away, Hull at home, Wigan away, Leeds away. Again, not that's, much. That's, that's not much, not much either, different, is it? No. is it? Which is why I was saying I think that was the gate. Whoever won that mm. stayed up. <laughs> A lot of rugby to be played yet, though. There is. It's just that was they're crazy. they're tough runnings then. Mm. Big big runnings then. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Um. Well, moving on to our Saturday game, and it was our Challenge Cup winners, Lee, taking on the top of the league, Catalans Dragons. And it was Catalans that came away with a win, 30 points to 14. They had a good first half, Lee, and I think that was all about adrenaline. Yeah. Yeah, they ran out of state. Again, similar to the OKR situation, they did really, really well for the first 40, uh, but the the toll mentally and physically for the Challenge Cup final, you know, showed in the end, and especially for Lee, because they'll have been out drinking all week, so... Yeah. And, and especially playing Catalans. Yeah. They've been the best side in the, the league all year. Yeah, so they've done really well for that first 40. Yeah, and I just think they ran out of, you know, the first half, you know, the crowd's up, they're helping them over the line, you know, they've they, 14, they scored right in half-time, give them something to then start the second half with. But mm. I think ultimately they just, we're always going to fall short, I think. Like Bobby in the 100 metre race, they <laughs> ran out of puff. <laughs> yeah, but Lee made it past 20 metres. Because <laughs> <laughs> they made at least 50, didn't they, if you look at it that way. That's true, yeah. <clears throat> That's true. Shaking your head out. Ridiculous comment. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'll come here to be abused. Where would you normally go? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, Catalan's guaranteed themselves a playoff spot, which they were never going to miss out on, were they? I love it when people say that, oh, they guaranteed themselves a place now. Mm. Well, they'd like 12 points clear with five, <laughs> that'll be five games to go. <laughs> yeah. What are they going to do now? Just stop playing? <laughs> uh, yeah, they but, might do. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, still looking, uh, still looking good. I think Catalans. Yeah, and probably still looking with a four-point lead. Probably still looking good for League Leaders Shield. Yeah, definitely. There'll be odds on now, won't they? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that brings us nicely into our last game, which was Leeds and Warrington, and it was Leeds scraping the victory, twenty-four, twenty-two. Question for you both. Yeah. I'll allow it. <laughs> Is it a case of Warrington? Oh, that's much more like it. Mm-hmm. Or is it like two average sides having a nice Sunday afternoon and throw about? Yeah, that one. Do you think? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think we've seen it from both clubs all season, really, haven't we? we they just. Uh, neither of them seem to have that. That. Well, lately, I mean, Warrington had it at the start, but that killer mentality, that go out there and let's put 40, 50 points past a team. 
Leeds seem to have no players. Mm. I mean, to be honest, I didn't really, I didn't see the, the 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 team before this game, but the week before, or the, their last game, they had hardly anybody. Then they've lost Austin. Mm. You know, the people not being saying nice things about Caesar, not good enough. Who has <laughs> now found himself a gig at West Tigers? You obviously don't watch Super League. <laughs> <laughs> so it's bizarre, isn't it? Some of the <clears throat> some of the Super League players that have gone to the NRL re, you know, in recent times. Yeah. Gildart. Yeah. Oh, he went to the West Tigers as well, didn't he? Uh yeah. 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 No, it, it, some of them you think you know I don't think um I don't think Bateman had done very well in his when he when he came back. No, but because he'd done well previous... They took him on the back of that, I think, I didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. But he just seems like, you know, they, they go on about the NRL being, oh, so much, so a level above us, so much, so much above us. Mm. And yet, some of the play, you know... I told you there was a shortage of halves, though. There is, and, I, and that's exactly what I'm saying to you, in the fact that, you know, when you look at, you know... Eight and nine other teams, let's say in Super League, you know, would you be, you know, would you be wanting Caesar if you were a fan of one of those teams? No, no. You'd think they'd go after. I know it's a bit different because of that thing you'd sign, but like Brody Croft or hmm. it's you know, and when you you know you look at Caesar there and you think, well, actually, is he going to play at the Tigers or is he just going as a backup or yeah. is he going to is he going to play? The, 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 a lot of the West fans are saying that, oh, we've got a, somebody who can lead us about and kick the ball. So is Mark Sneed, but he's not going to the NRL. What's happened to, what's it there? Um, what's he called? Um, Tigers. Is he injured? Um, Brooks. No. Um, Tolford. What's he called? Wigan. Halfback. What's he called? Jackson Hastings. Yes, Jackson Hastings. I couldn't oh. think of his name. Sorry. Oh, yeah. right. He's at the Newcastle Knights. Yeah. Going all right, I think. Yeah. He's injured at the minute, but because he was the Tigers, wasn't he for a while again? Yeah, they let him go. Yeah, bizarre, isn't it? I, I just I don't understand it. Anyway, back to this game. Um, are you still are you still thinking that that Warrington are still struggling, or was that a bit more like it? I mean, for example, I mean, Dufty was the best player on the pitch for Warrington, mm. and yet. He scored one, he made one, but we're not talking about that, are we, with him? No. Talking about that knock-on, aren't we? Should have won the game, shouldn't he? Yeah. Kicked through from Ratchford. And he called for it. Yeah. If you look at it, he's got his arm, he wants it. Uh, Ratchford's knocked it through, and I'm not quite sure how he's not taking it, because he's running to meet it, he's wanted it, he's, he's not had to react much. And mm. Yeah, I'm not quite sure how he's dropped it, to be honest. Done. But Yeah, no, I think... Because I don't think Leeds are playing particularly well at the minute. It was probably two bad teams and, going at it, to and yet, be honest. Well, they did their best to throw it away as well. Yeah. Because uh, the Neem McDonald pass for Bentley's try was brilliant. Oh, yeah. Off the, off the ground, brilliant. Yeah. And that put them two tries in front with about 10 minutes to go. Yeah. And then uh, I think it was uh, the second rower, uh, he scored, didn't he, uh, for Warrington. But brought them one back. Mm. And then... Um, and then they had that that at the end. Yeah, it was. Um, I don't know. It just felt a bit funny that game, and I, I, I think it. I don't think it was. 
that's more like it. I just, just do. I do genuinely think it was sort of too bad to see our two teams in not very good form mm. playing each other. Yeah, Nicholson. Scored, I couldn't remember his name. Oh right, yeah, Nicholson. Okay, yeah. yeah, but yeah, um, it was. Uh, but yeah, um, but I don't know. There you go. Yeah. It's Bobby's Stats of the Week. Yes, Stats of the Week time, and here he is. Hello. <laughs> yeah. How many stats this week? Uh, seven. Okay. Well, you set the bar pretty high last week. So you said. Yeah, I I, I just say, I, I don't well, think I said no any... Well, pressure, there's no pressure. I don't think I said any bar, I just... Stated that I quite liked them last week. What about this week? Yeah. <laughs> Go on, then. Okay. So trying to trick me, saying my own stats are rubbish. Not saying nothing. Uh, you are. Um, stat number one, and we're going to start with one that Andy previously mentioned in the Super League review, and that is that uh, Ken Cio has joined the Super League 100 tries club. Oh, you ruined his stat. Sorry. Sorry, right, I've got something. I've got. I've got. It's all right. It's awesome. Um, he is the first player to achieve this while actively playing for Salford. So there have there have been players that have contributed to the hundred tries whilst playing for Salford, but currently he's the only player to achieve it whilst at the club. Mm-hmm. Um, he has scored eighty-one tries for Salford. He is the third all-time scorer at the club behind uh, Littler on eighty-seven. So does that mean if Salford posted their like top try scorers, he'd be number one? No, I think what he means is he's the only player to have scored his hundredth try. Yes. While playing for Salford. Yeah. 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 So that's so would Salford be like if they had a list of players that had scored hundred tries? Yeah. No, because he hasn't scored them all for Salford. Yeah, he's scored hundred tries for Salford. He scored eighty-one for Salford. Why did he play for before that? Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, of course he did. Yeah. Right, no man, ignore me, go on. <laughs> He's third all-time behind uh, Littler on 87, and currently leading Salford's all-time to try scorers list is Niall Evels. He scored 111 for the club. Okay. Did he? Mm. What was Littler's first name? Stuart. Oh, well done. <laughs> I know that because it sounds like it, the mouse. Yeah. Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon that was his nickname? What was that mouse called in Stuart Little? <laughs> <laughs> Stuart Littler. Yeah. <laughs> that was his son. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, stat number two is uh, one that was sent in to us this week. And uh, I'm sorry if this one upsets you, Andy, because it's, uh, it's around the international game. So, okay. uh, obviously, they've played two games since then, but uh, obviously the Lionesses played Australian women the uh, a few days before the final, didn't they? Mm. Uh, in the semi-final. Uh, so the Australian women's football team has played more games in Australia in the last five weeks. They've played six games, including the semi-final, than the Australian men's rugby league team has in five years. They've played just one game. It's no wonder Mount Meninga didn't fancy that job. <laughs> How many games in how many weeks? Ooh. Oh, no, mate. Nah, mate, nah. <laughs> Easiest job in the world. 
Easy no, job. Didn't fancy that. Uh, lying on the beach, any are they? Yeah, I'll, I'll come in and do the game analysis on a Saturday. Yeah, no bother. He spends more time on Fox Sports. Doesn't that's he? what I mean. Yeah, yeah, no, he spends more Works time one day that. a week doing that. Yeah. And that's it. How's your team going, Mal? So. Yeah, I'm still trying to pick her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, got Peter Sterling. He's He looks good. Yeah. <laughs> Where's your hair gone, Peter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just for just a quick, that was sent into uh, to us by Dean. So, Thanks, Dean. Dean, thank you very much for that. Uh, stat number three is that Castleford have won their first game under a new coach for the first time since Ian Millward. They've had four coaches since Ian Mill since Ian Millward was sacked, and Danny Ward is the first one to win his first game in charge. Okay. Right. Uh, <clears throat> stat number four. Uh, I was I was a bit shocked to to hear this one, but um, Hull FC have not won an away game outside of Yorkshire since the third of April, twenty twenty one. Wow! Which means they haven't beaten half the league away since in about two year in over two years. That's mental, isn't it? Mm. If it's right, that's mental. That's mental. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So I'm. I, I, I. So I'm led to believe anyway. So that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder they've been rubbish. And most of the games in 22, I will play at their ground as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have them in Leeds, weren't they? Really? Well, yeah. yeah. Wow. <clears throat> Uh, stat number five is that the Parramatta Eels, um, they they need to win the last two games to make the playoffs in the NRL, but uh, failing to do so would mean they would become the eleventh team in the NRL to miss the playoffs. Uh, the following season, uh, sorry, they'll be the eleventh team to miss the playoffs. Following making the grand final the season before, the eleventh, yeah, that's mental. So, yeah, and uh, yeah. and they will be the first team since the Cowboys in two thousand and eighteen. That does show the depth of the league, doesn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, that's you crazy. Can't, you can't imagine Leeds or Saints or Wigan missing out on the playoffs. Well, the I mean, look at look at us. How many Leeds could? Leeds could actually this season. They could miss out on the playoffs after. Making the grand final, yeah, yeah, that's a fair, yeah, fair enough. I was going to say, look at St. Helens and how you know we've we've slated pretty much all year, and yet the third. Mm. Mm. But yeah, no Leeds, yeah, they made the grand final, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, of course they did. People forget that. I think last year, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, stat number six is the New Zealand Warriors have won six games in a row for the first time. Since 2002. Um, I included that one because back then, Daniel Anderson was in charge. Yeah. So I thought it was quite fitting after the Daniel Anderson round this, uh, this yeah, week. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And uh, my final stat of the week, uh, I quite like this one, is that uh, the 
Dolphins took on the Tigers this week and uh, it meant another game between Wayne Bennett and Tim Sheens. However, when Wayne Bennett and Tim Sheens first coached against each other, no current NRL player was born. (laughs) Was he still in charge for that game? Who? Tim Sheens. Yeah. Was he? All right. Sack him after. I didn't realise he'd been sacked. Tell you he was born. Oh. (laughs) James Roby. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, they sacked him. Oh, I didn't even realise. He won the game, though. Eh? He won it. Yeah, that's why I think they sacked him before. I can't remember. Because he won it. Oh, right. What? Are you on drugs tonight, you? Because. No, they sacked him. All right. What do you mean he won it? He won the, he won the game. Yeah, he won the Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I can't remember if they... So he's definitely been let go. 100% right. Right. he's definitely been know. let go. Because they had a five-year plan where he was going to coach for this season, next season, move to director of football, or whatever they want to call it, and Benji was going to take over. But now they've sort of said, yeah, Benji's completed his apprenticeship now. They've let Tim Sheens go, offered right. him some sort of ambassadorial role, and, and letting Benji take over from now. Yeah. So they had a five-year plan and they've ditched it in less than 12 months. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. even realise he'd been let go. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. I, I can't remember when it was, though, whether it was no, before right. or after yeah, the weekend. There, yeah. yeah. All right, okay. So. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's, the, that's the week anyway. They're a mess of a club, them, aren't they? Oh, aren't I've they? just been saying that before about the signings and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They're in a mess of a club. <sighs> Ridiculous. Anyway, yeah, well done. That was it. Yeah, some good ones there. Excellent. You call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife, that's a spoon. Uh, it's NRL time. Uh, bobbles have disappeared again, so, so <laughs> shall I read them out? Okay. Here we go. So just feel free to join. I'll read them as Bobby's written them. Cowboys 12s, Shirks 23. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I think it's supposed to say shark. Cowboys 12s, shirks 32. <laughs> Warriors 29. <laughs> Seagulls 22. Stop it. <sighs> Eis 12. Eis. Roosless 34. Roosless. Tyres 24. Tyres! Dolphins 23 <laughs> Ty- Titans 14 Panthers 40 Dragons 28 Storm 38 Knights 29 Winnie's 10 And The Routers 36 The Bulldogs. 24. Ooh, he can't read good. <laughs> Have you seen the African guy that reads the football score? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, oh, Once look out for this week, it looks like the Flowers versus the Eels. <laughs> and the Radders versus the Broncos. The Radders! <laughs> and that was the, uh, that was the NRL. <laughs> Call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife, that's a spoon. 
now that you're back, <laughs> what did you make of that? I'm never, ever handing you my notepad ever again. <laughs> we had to stop recording, didn't we? <laughs> oh, uh, no. That was brilliant. We're back on serious bit again now. Okay. Here we go. Ready? As serious as we can be. Okay. Yes, talk to me makes a return for this week. I'm going big news today. So yes. I'm going to ask you to talk to me about a new TV deal for rugby league. Ugh. There are some good bits. There are some good bits. But I'll tell you what, why don't you talk to me about the good bits first then? Well, the good bits is that the Super League have said that all the all the stakeholders have got together and they're, they're going to go through the the, the, the final contracts and, and all the technical crap. Um, and they've had a jolly nice buffet. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they did all the final. Yeah, yeah. We're inviting Sky, Sky down this week. <laughs> we need to put on a good spread. <laughs> Paul, what can you do? Leave it with me, lads. <laughs> Leave it with me. Anyway, the good news is that they put out this statement and basically they're, they're sort of saying that uh, they're looking at getting every game on, on telly, whether that's Sky, free-to-air, or what you would imagine is the Our League app. That's every game live. Yes, every game live on the every telly. Week. Every game's going to have a video referee. So that's that's really promising, isn't well, it? Well, they'd have to, wouldn't they, if every game was on live? Yeah, but... You know, it's 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 a step in the right direction. It is just on that. So the, the, I'm I'm guessing that there'd be something similar to the hour league. You're guessing something similar to uh, the the one that that we watch sometimes. The watch NRL. Yeah, you'd have to imagine it'd be something along those lines, wouldn't you? Except that isn't available in Australia, is it? No, it's not. No, that's because of, the... of their own TV deal. Yeah, but I still mm. believe they show most, if not all, of their games on. That Fox Sports or whatever. Yeah, or channel all, nine, channel I think nine. They might do it on yeah. both. Is it on? Is yeah. it, so, so they still have access to every game in effect. Yeah, they can still watch every yeah. every game, but they have to buy Fox Sports. I think not just like the the watch NRL thing. Right. Oh, on a, on another, just to, to, quickly away from this, there was an Australian guy came into work this week, wasn't there? Oh yeah, there was. Yeah. So we asked him the age old question: Who's your team? And his answer was: No one. I ain't got one. What does that mean? Exactly. I haven't got one. What do you mean? <laughs> to which to which Andley kindly pointed out that must mean he's not born in New South Wales or Queensland. He's into cricket. Yeah. So. With AFL. AFL. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that was that was just I was just shocked, to be honest. I walked out of the shop at that point. <laughs> right. Just shocked. Yeah. Um anyway. Um so yeah, it's not available in Australia, their own watching it. So do you think that there would be an effect on attendances then, if every game was on live and you could f- pretty much have like a season ticket to watch every Super League game. Uh, I, th- I think you might see maybe, I mean, yeah, possibly. I don't that, that, think so. Uh, maybe away ten- attendances. You know, um, yeah, you're thinking maybe like... Um, uh, Leeds going over to Warrington, let's say, on a Friday night. Yeah, OKR going to 
I don't know, a, a, a Warrington. Wigan, yeah, Warrington <laughs> on a Thursday night or something, that Friday might, night. Might have an impact, which, yeah. which they wouldn't take that many anyway. No, so it, 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 I don't think it'd be that much difference, but I do think the away attendances might drop, not so much the home ones. Or does it have does it have a positive effect where people watch it? Yeah. Because it's more on free to air and there's more than this and people go, oh, either they've, either they've stopped going to the game mm. or they're a new fan and yeah. they go like, oh, do you know what? I might go. I might go. Fancy yeah. going again. Oh, yeah, this yeah, is great. Maybe, maybe. But it hasn't really worked <clears throat> with, with the games that have been on Sky and Channel 4, though, at the minute, though, has it? So no. well, why Why? Why now? would it now? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But it's just, I don't think it'd have too much effect. I just think, no, I there's don't, nothing I, like going, if you're going to go and you're a fan, like going, yeah. you're going to go out. Yeah, you? exactly. So, yeah, the, the, the only, it sounds like to me what they're going to do is they're going to have uh, two or three on Sky, like they have been doing, and, and one on. Um, let's say Channel 4 Channel they, 4 yeah. free to air one and then the, the rest three on the Our League app so what, the, I, what I do hope though is because I'm not paying a fiver to watch I don't know Wakefield does, v Lee or something yeah. yeah like I'm not I'm not going to do that so well, what I, but if they do like a season pass like like we what, like we do on the watch NRL then definitely I'm having that yeah. And I probably will watch it, but I'm not going to go out of my way and spend like five or six quid to just watch the one-off game. You would think, wouldn't you, that if they're going to do that, you would be able to buy a yearly ticket, yeah. wouldn't you? A yearly subscription. Yeah, which you would do, definitely. Oh, absolutely, because that's only the same as like if you're a fan of uh, Championship Rugby League mm. and you've had an extra subscription to Viaplay or yeah. Premier Sports, as it was. Yeah. Well, Viaplay's gone bust as well, I think now, hasn't it? But mm. that's going out, that's going as well for next year. So, I think that part of the deal is still up for for grabs, isn't it? The championship and the rest of the non Super League games, shall we say? I think so. Yeah, um, I would think women's wheelchairs championship. That's you know the the rest that's outside Super League. Well, they, they reckon that that DAZN or whatever it's called. Um, was in for it, didn't they? Yeah, yes. they've dropped their interest. Apparently, think, they're like they? the largest sports streaming thing. Right. I also read they dropped their interest. Yeah, apparently yeah. they've completely gone, gone. now. Yeah. BT have gone. So I think it was literally so, just left with Sky. Yeah. Which so, brings us on to the sort of bad thing. Yeah. Where it's they reckon it's going to be between one and two million pound less over the three years a year. Sorry. This is from on a, a three-year deal. This is from a deal that already lost sixteen million on its last. Yeah, so they reckon it's going from twenty-four to possibly twenty-two. Mm. So I don't see how they can do two million less and then have it put every game on telly. Or did it, why can't they have done that years ago? Because, mm, but they wouldn't have any more games in effect, would they, Sky? No. So again, just, you, you, sorry, Bobby. You see it with the the promotion and everything. They, they, you see it with their adverts, the greatest show on earth, Sky Sports. Yeah, any rugby league on? No, no. Forever missed out. And yet, I've always thought the viewing figures on Sky stack up pretty well against other things that they have on Sky Sports. I've seen Kabaddi on Sky Sports. Who's watching that? Indians. Yeah, but more than rugby league. No, I wouldn't have thought so. Not in this country. I was saying that Kabaddi wasn't on that advert, so <laughs> ignore that. Uh, the the only positive that I I saw that's there, that's worth mentioning with the deal around the the money side of things is that Sky originally offered I think somewhere around seventeen million when others were interested. So in terms mm. of that, it's gone 
back up if that makes it's still gone down but it's not another seven million loss if that makes sense yeah they, they, just, they, they, they had to up it from the 17 they yeah. wanted to bid it yeah. just feels like sky have gone in and gone we can bid what we want because we're the we're the only yeah we're the only ones the that are going to have it so what so what are img doing in all this then i don't know was it did anybody else think img are ever going to get one of the, we're going to get a better tv deal yeah. was that well, not like one of the main points well, that, that was the main point. that they, they were tasked with yeah the commercial revenue yeah within the game and especially when you get the the the, the head of i think he is is it that rodri jones i think he's called he comes out and says stuff like oh yeah we're working on a tv deal we've got loads of interest like mm. like we've got interest from tnt we've got interest from from that DAZN, we've got loads of interest, and now this comes on, it's like, well, they left, they left, they left, they left. Oh, okay, mm. we'll, we'll stay with Sky. I know you can't <clears throat> compare anything with football. No. Which, it's just a, a monster. monster. It's, it's, it's grown, literally going into Frankenstein's monster, on it? Right? Yeah. But, I read today that each Premier League game on Sky costs them £11 million. Each game, wow! When you think about because they play so many billion, don't they, for the deal? Yeah, it works out about eleven million pound a game. So we're selling a two-year deal for the whole of the league for the price of two Premier League games. This wow. crucial Monday night game between Burnley and Brentford. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they have three on on Saturday? Yeah, an early one, an half, four, and an eight. So yeah, know, they did. Yeah. yeah. So I know you can't compare with football but if you if you do mm. that's that's the reality of the situation mm. and i would imagine that new deals for women's super league football things that are would far outweigh 22 why does million. it cost them 11 million don't know how i don't know so i was just what i was reading today because it's not like they have like any more it's, camera angles than us or anything. No, it's just, what it, I mean? it's just it's when it works out on that. the rights, the world ride right, because that's what they'll get in worldwide rights, isn't it, to Got there. show it. Yeah, in the end. So, <laughs> yeah. That's mad. Isn't it just? Yeah. So, so uh, are we thumbs up or thumbs down? If you were the emperor in the Coliseum? It's a tricky one, isn't it? Because if they do pull off this having every game on television... Or, or, or at a stream or whatever. Mm. If you can watch every game every week, that's brilliant. That's amazing. That's what a lot of people want. Fan, that's fantastic. Yeah, that and bit is phenomenal. A, that is brilliant. And for us as rugby league diehard fans, yeah, where I'll be quite honest, like nowadays, I watch United if they're on. Mm. I don't really watch much other football. No, I, d- I don't. I don't. I'm not. Re- I don't really. It doesn't really bother me anymore. I don't really watch that many other sports, I suppose. I watch tennis, I watch golf. Mm. Um, don't really watch that much else these you days. You say you watch golf, you only watch the majors, don't you, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah, you do now, yeah. So so when you're into that and then you look at this, like, as a rugby league diehard fan, to get six mm. games a week, I'd lap it up. Plus the NRL, I'd be like, wow, this is I amazing. know I said I wouldn't go out my way and pay a fiver to watch... Uh, Wakefield and Huddersfield. Yeah, but if I had that season ticket, You'd watch it. I would watch that. Yeah, over of course you would. City, Liverpool. Yeah, something. definitely. I yeah, would. Of course I, you I, would. I, that's me personally. I know a lot of people wouldn't, but yeah. that I would. Hundred percent. The other thing is as well is you know if you're working with you know every game being on on TV and you know even more so having that that video ref at every game, does that mean we're going to see things like 
what other people have asked for. You know, I, I've heard a lot of fans saying, when can we introduce Captain's Challenge? Mm. And obviously that, that has been the biggest mm. stepping stone. You can't have two games that get a Captain's Challenge because they get yeah. the video ref. So yeah. are we going to see more rules like that introduced, which would be great? Maybe. I suppose it depends how many camera angles and stuff are available on like the Hour League ones because obviously there might not be as many. I don't know. Is it just going to be that... The one that you see, you know, like when you watch Super League show and it's a game that's yeah. not been on telly and they just have that one sort of aerial camera, will yeah. it be like that? But that would do to just be watching, really, wouldn't it? I think so, yeah. yeah. But if you're going to have a video ref, you're going to need more than that. So it depends how many, I would say it depends how many more angles are available to a video referee for them to do a captain's challenge. Mm. But if you're going to have a video referee, you would think there would be enough to do that because they're going to have enough, they're going to have to have enough to make other decisions. Uh, you know, just one, I've got one question of my own. And um, again, I don't want to be the, the downer on this deal, but, you know, at the same time, when we had, when we were in COVID, they had every game available. Yeah. Why has it taken two mm. years or yeah. now even three, into next four, season, yeah. three years for this to come about, if yeah. you did it during COVID, why are we not? Why have we not done it beforehand? No, that's a fair point. Should have been pressed because because you've still got the same TV deal, so they won't change it that part way through. Mm. They won't need to. Yeah, Whereas this is a new deal where yeah, but they made the hour league, league ones free to view. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They could have done something, but yeah, if but you yeah. were a season ticket holder, I think yeah. wasn't it yeah. for that for yeah, that you team? Put, no you could put your code in. Yeah. yeah, but for the last two, they had no obligation to. So they, they could do. What the, I think the most important thing in all this, though, is what does it mean for the clubs? Because they said that there would be a fraction of a drop in money for the clubs. Yeah. There's certainly not going to be an increase in salary cap then, is there? No. And again, we, we, we're tasked with that same problem of keeping our best players in this in this league. Mm. And, and I think, again, when you look at that, that's a problem for us. That becomes a problem, I think, internationally. Yeah. Um, and as we have a lack of fixtures in the Northern Hemisphere. I think there's a lot of knock-on effects from it as well, where, you know, it, does that mean, how does that how does that affect clubs in, we talked before about academies, yeah. reserve sides, mm. things like that. How does that affect that sort of progress and that, that talent ID ladder, right from bottom to top? Mm. And I think that's, I, thought, I think that goes under the radar, I think, sometimes. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. It's not a good deal at all, really, on the, you know, the sky from the sky and all that. It's, it's rubbish. And if they hadn't have said... I think they've been forced into doing this, streaming every game or getting every game on telly one way or another. They've been backed into a corner to do this because the money's been so little. If, if Sky were offering more money, they probably wouldn't be doing this. Mm. But, the sport is mis- has been mismanaged for a long time, hasn't it? Mm. And I'm not, I'm still not convinced of what IMG are bringing to the table. They're, they're very quiet, aren't they? Mm. There's no communication from either Super League, the RFL, we're doing or this. IMG themselves. This is what we're doing. We're going to have this. We're going to have this calendar. We're going to have this. The only thing I've heard really is this deal and the fact that we're going to scrap relegation. Mm. Yeah, really heard much else really. Mm. No. Neither, neither of which, in my view, are, are great, is great news either way. No. No. But there you go. Yeah. Loose Forward Podcast Prediction League with Six Again.
Yes, it's the Predictions League, and of course, we are joined by Bri from Six again. Bri, how are we this week? New, new boys. Not too bad. How are you? Yes, new, new Bri. Uh, our favourite Evertonian. How are you? Thanks, boys. Yeah. <laughs> um, Could be a regular. So anyway, this. the prediction league. I'd say that, that's not even any better for me to be quite fair. So yeah, could be a regular feature on a rugby league podcast. How upset is Bry this week? Mm. Anyway, there you go. <laughs> uh, well, right. anyway, yeah, we'll talk about the prediction league instead for you, Bry. Um, that's not any better okay. for me. Do you want to do a? Uh, do you want to give us an update? Quick one Yes. Yeah. Well, so last week we had four spot ons. Um, we had two in the Saints v Hull KR game uh, from Wakefield and Wigan. We had one in the Lee Catalan game, which is from Wakefield, and we had one in the Leeds v Warrington game. And it's um, Salford who were getting carried by Louise. Mm. Um, we had nine non-movers. Salford moved up four. Hull FC and Castleford moved up two. Wigan, Bobby and Waddington moved down two. Callum and Huddersfield moved down one. Um, it's becoming a league of three three leagues. Like the Premier League. Yeah. Um, Catalan, Wakefield and Leeds are pulling away. And then from 4th to 12th, maybe 13th, it's about 14-point gap. Um, and then the bottom four, which includes me and Andy. Yeah, yeah we'll leave it there. I bet Wakefield and Leeds never thought they'd uh, pulled away this season, would you? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Brian's, Brian's done a castle for Danny. He's like absolutely slid down into the depth of I'm, trouble, hasn't he? I'm like the Dolphins. I was thinking this the other day. I was like the Dolphins. I was flying high and then just gone on this big run. So just, yeah, Excellent. drop. Yeah. Big uh, drop. Right. Uh, well, who's playing this week, Brian? So this week we've got um, Roy for Castleford, Victoria for Catalan, for Huddersfield we've got Nathaniel, for Hull FC we've got Outlawed Rugby League, for Hull KR we've got Tony, for Leeds we've got Eddie from the Love Pod, for Lee we've got Forbidden Game, for Salford we've got Phil, St. Towns we've got David, for Wakefield we've got Down at Bellevue, strap yourselves in boys, um, for one and two we've got a loose wire, for Wigan we've got Johnny, and for the insiders this week we've got the head coach of the team who are top of the championship with a couple of games in hand, and the winners of the, their league cup, um, it's Hull KR women's coach, Ben Parker. Ah, excellent. Con- and yeah, congratulations, Ben, and welcome to the welcome to the pod. Are we ready, boys? Are we ready? So, again, there's no games this week on Thursday. Um, so, we're straight to Friday, a quarter to eight. It's Salford v Wakefield. Um, Salford looking really good and I know it's do or die isn't it every week now for Wakefield but unfortunately I think they're going to die so I'm going to say Salford by uh, 20 Uh, yeah I agree Salford 18 Salford 14 and I've also gone Salford by 18 Um, we've got a clean sweep boys everyone's gone Salford um, we've got three, four now, Bobby, who've gone for Salford by 14. And then we've got our favourite game. What did Matt say this week, boys? He's got all, he'd, he'd got all, um, he's got all fat and cocky, hasn't he? Last, last few weeks, hasn't he? <laughs> now, now I feel like he's going to be really depressed. I, I think so as well. So I think he's going to go 36. Oh... I think he's going to go Wakefield by 
No, he's gone. Everyone's gone. Salford. Oh yeah, of course he has. Yeah, I'm gonna say Salford. Dirty. Yeah, I'm gonna say he's gone Salford by about forty or something. All right, go on then. And Callum's nailed it. It's Salford by thirty. Bonus point in the league. <laughs> Don't you start. Bobby still wants his. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Fair play. Fair play point. Yeah. Anywho, next game up on Friday at 8 o'clock, it's Castleford v St. Helens. Uh, again, after what we've said, probably a bit of a, a tougher game than you think with the with the, the Danny Water effect in place at Castleford. But... Uh, do you know what? Saints keep winning, and we said it before, these youngsters know what it means to pull on that Saints shirt and, and go out there and get a win, and I think they'll do the same again this week. And I'm going to go Saints by 12. Uh, similar to you, I think Saints by 14. I think Saints 10. Well, two things have come from that. I, again, have agreed with you, Andy, and gone Saints by 14. And Bobby, again, you are one of four who've gone Saints by 12. How am I supposed to catch um, you if you keep copying me? <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got two who've gone for Castleford. They're our lead fan, Eddie, who's actually picked Castleford by two. And our lead fan, who's gone Castleford by four. Okay. Next up, on Friday at 8 o'clock, it's the Sky Game. Hulk KR Lee. I think this is one of the toughest games of the round to predict this. Mm. There's a couple. Mm. Um, I am going to be... I'm going to be brave. I think Hulk <laughs> so KR... bloody, bloody brave. Bloody, bloody brave, <laughs> I think so. I'm, do you know what? I'm going to go Hulk KR by eight. I think it's a must win for them. Mm-hmm. Um, Lee will be back to, you know, getting rid of the hangover, so to speak. But they're comfortably top four, and I think Hulk uh, have to win. And I think at home, I think they'll get roared on, and I think they will. Okay. So I'm going to go Hulk R eight. Complete. I'll be completely wrong on bottom of the league this time next week. But I think that Lee will probably look ahead to the fact that Catalan or Wigan are going to drop points, and I think they'll go out there and. Uh, I think I think I'm going to go against. I'm going to go with uh, Lee by ten. I'm going to go Lee fourteen. Well, Andy, I've gone Hull KR by six, and you're thinking that you're brave, but only six have gone for Lee, including Callum and Bobby. Okay. Everyone else, right. the majority have gone for Hull KR, including right. both our Hull KR fan and Lee fan, who've both gone Hull KR by. Two. Okay. Um, Saturday, three o'clock. Another tough one. Hull FC v Warrington. Yeah, this is a, this 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 is the toughest one for me. Uh, both teams. Uh, Warrington seemed to be playing a little bit better, but like we said before, I think it was just sort of like two out of form teams playing each other. Hull FC. Should have probably won and seen that game out against Wigan, like we said. Um, I think with Hull being at home, just gives him a slight edge. I'm going to say Hull by uh, eight. Uh, yeah, similar. Um, Hull four. 
I think this is more must win for Hull than it is Warrington, and I'm going to go. I Hull. don't think. I don't think it is. No. I th- no, because I think if Warrington win, I think that's Hull's playoff chance. There'll be four points behind at that point, and I think that's. I think if Warrington lose, they could easily find themselves out of the top six this week. Mm. I'm still going to go Hull. I'm going to go Hull by six. I've gone Hull FC by twelve. We have got five who've gone for Waddington. Um, and only one, oh sorry, two have gone either side by double figures. Mm. Everyone else is either eight, sixes, or fours. Mm. Saturday, Catalan v Wigan. It's at six o'clock and it's on Sky. Uh, I think, I think it's a tough one. This, um, but. I just can't see the way that Catalans are playing. I just can't see anyone going to France and turning them over. Um, so for that reason, I'm going to go Catalan by ten. I think they're a much better side, Catalan. I think they'll put daylight between first and second, so to speak. And um, I think Catalan sixteen. I think Catalan fourteen. Similar thing. Yeah. Very similar thing. I've gone Catalan by 14. Um, we've got two. We've gone for Wigan. Um, Lee have gone Wigan by 10. And our Wigan fan, Johnny Ashy, has gone Wigan by one. Mm. We all know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Drop goal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then lastly, on Sunday... It's Huddersfield for Leeds at three o'clock. And I just want to say that Huddersfield's pricing for this and promotion for this game's been phenomenal. They've uh, promoted it for like four months. And as we speak right now, you can get adult tickets for £7.50. And throughout the ground, it's £1 for a junior. Brilliant. Excellent. Well, Remember that when we go there? So it's about <laughs> 30 quid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope, they, I hope they get a good turnout for it. Yeah, so do I, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think they're going to win. So, I thought you were going to say they won't get a good turn. No, I don't think they're going to win. Uh, again, it's it's the back to that throw-around game on a Sunday afternoon, isn't it? Mm. But I think Leeds will come out on top. So I'm going to go Leeds by 10. I'm going to say Leeds by 4. I think it'll be tight. Mm. Well, hopefully Huddersfield have... Uh, got over the fact that they had 12 men against Saints two weeks ago. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But uh, I still think Leeds will win, and I'm going to go Leeds by 12. Okay. And I've gone Leeds by six. Um, Only three have gone into double figures, um, and they're all uh, It's used to, and one for Huddersfield by 10. And we do have two Leeds by two. From our Hull FC and Hull KR fans, and we have a Huddersfield by two by Nathaniel, our Huddersfield fan. Oh yes, another one. Don't fancy it really. <laughs> there's, there's a lot. There's like four games there that could go either way. Yeah, yeah. Um, De- yeah. Oh, what a tough week. Definitely. What a tough week. But there we have it, and I think that just about wraps us up, doesn't it? Yes. So, thank you to Bri for doing the Predictions League and good luck to all those participating in it. Um, thanks for staying with us uh, all this time. If you've 
enjoyed listening, then make sure you give us a follow on, on Twitter. And obviously, we've got the big 100 episode next week with uh, Richard Silverwood. So if you've any questions, then please tweet us your question uh, to ask Richard at uh, Loose Forward Pod. We will put it out on there to give you a little nudge and a little reminder. But uh, get thinking of your questions and uh, let us know. Um, but like I say, that does us for this week. So from all of us here at the Loose Forward Podcast for this week, it's goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.